0: Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about the industry with some of its biggest influencers. From technology, trends, and current events, if it's happening in insurance, you'll hear about it here. Make sure to tune in every week and join in on the conversation with us on social media at Vertifor. And now, here's Rick Fox.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, the VIP. I am the host, Rick Fox, and we are taking another trip international today. I am very excited to have a conversation with not only a, a great business guy, a great piece of our company here, Vertifor, but a friend, Dimitrios Argidas, GM and VP of Vertifor Canada uh demetrios has been with us been running our vertifor canada branch which you might all know is keel in the past uh for about a year and a half came from out of industry so i am excited to have his perspective not only on now and what he thinks but you know kind of coming from outside and getting that different lens demetrios thanks for being on with me man i appreciate it
0: hey rick thank you for having me uh, it's very exciting to be on your on your uh podcast and and i'm very excited to represent the canadian marketplace so thank you so much
1: Yep. Now let, let's get it out in the air right here. So if you hear him say brokerage and you're from the, the States, that's what they call agencies up there. So you, an American agency is a Canadian brokerage. Those of you in Canada, just so you know, I already knew that. <laughs> so uh, I didn't have to be taught that one, but there's probably some other things out there that I don't know. And we'll get to that in a minute. But Demetrios, we always like to kind of start off by having you kind of tell us your story. How did you get here, what what made you end up in this uh, lovely industry that we that we love so much and that you're fairly new to? But how'd you get here? Yeah, boy, it's uh, it's been a, it's it's definitely been a journey through a number of different
0: industries. Um, born and raised in in Montreal, I graduated from McGill and then I ended up moving to Toronto to work for a, a consulting firm called Accenture. Uh, so that's where I began my career, and we had a big government engagement. In fact. Uh, While I was there, my first engagement was working on the KPI and metrics team, it was a value based arrangement and we were, um, that team was was in the process of defining the metrics that would measure the value that that project provided to, uh, to the municipal and provincial governments. And uh, I ended up getting the nickname Demetrix. So I started there. Um, Yeah, so that was my nickname for a while. I was uh, convinced that the partner at Accenture didn't know my real name for a while because he (laughs) never said Demetrios. He kept on saying Demetrix. Maybe that was a little bit easier. And and it was during that project as well that I ended up leading a, a big business intelligence project, which at the time was sort of in its infancy in terms of a concept. So that was really exciting. Um, and then uh, from Accenture, I ended up going to a company called CGI, where I was uh, in implementations and delivery. And then from there, I ended up going to an organization called Epicor, uh, specifically their retail division. So they were an ERP provider with, for POSs, CRMs, merchandising, you name it, end-to-end for retailers. And what was interesting there was the transformation that they went through from being sort of a traditional software vendor to becoming a SaaS and a SaaS platform. Mm. Interesting. And they okay. really took it to the cloud, and and that and 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 it was I, I saw firsthand the value proposition that it gave customers. And I spent several years there, uh, running their services organization. Uh, from there, I went to a company called Texas, which is uh, one of the industry leaders in supply chain software, uh, supply chain and healthcare, actually. Uh, and again, similar story. What was really impressive to see there is it went from. A traditional software company and went through this multi-year evolution really shifted their focus on driving value to their customers well beyond just the feature function of their applications by offering this platform you know this highly performant platform focused on security allowing people to sort of work around the world so so i saw that transformation happen twice and in fact while i was at texas in addition to leading their services and support i actually i actually led their um, their cloud organization for a while so um, I was doing that, and then seeing a theme
1: here, Demetrios. I'm, I'm hearing a theme, kind of in your in your journey. Like a lot of this, some cool kind of toward the SaaS model, toward the cloud, that kind of thing is kind of what's been on your uh, kind of on your hit list, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it was sort of unintentional. It just sort of happened. As every company I went to, I would see this transformation. And what's interesting, and I think this is one of the things that got me excited about joining Vertifor Canada, was that. Uh, I saw it happen in retail. I I saw it happen in supply chain and in healthcare. And there there was was definitely sort of a a recipe for success uh, in terms of an effective way to drive value for our customers. So when I joined Vertifor Canada, uh, one of the things that I looked at was, what is our technical footprint? You know, where are we with respect to innovation and where do we want to go? And I think that's one of the things that um, I'm really excited about. I think we've really been able to move the needle and I know you mentioned when we started um, that um, listeners may remember the name Keel. Well, uh, I, I have to be honest. I think Vertifor Canada is uh, is light years ahead of where Keel yes. was when we started a yep. year and a half ago. So that's very exciting.
1: And I think it's good too to say that uh, because you know we we you know there's always this is an industry of I heard that ten years ago and it's still my opinion, and, and so it's very good for in any way shape or form. I hear that all the time about. You know, there was a time eight, 10 years ago when I remember Vertifor having trouble with their support lines. And I'll talk to somebody today. It'll be like, yeah, you guys aren't any good at support. And it's like, you know what? We're the best in the industry. And that was eight years ago. So let me give you a, let me give you a little refresher here. And I think that's good for us to do here as well as it relates to not only everything Vertifor, but it's specific to Vertifor Canada. And and you you hit it. Like if you're out there in Canada or even in the US thinking about it, as it relates to keel yeah that's that's uh that's not what it is anymore and Demetrios and is making sure of that so and we'll get to that in a minute i want to really talk about vertifor canada and keep it interesting for all of our american listeners as you know um but just give me give me a 30 second kind of first impressions kind of what you thought coming in to the industry and then what kind of you know smashed you in the face when you got when you got here
0: I think there's a lot of innovation in the
1: insurtech space, but my initial reaction was that it
0: wasn't quite where it needed to be relative to some of the other industries that I had seen. Um, more specifically, retail and, and supply chain, and I thought that there was a huge opportunity to really yeah. focus on that. So to me, you know, it's uh, w- whether it's digital, whether it's uh, cloud solutions, whether it's sort of how we. How we uh, invest in sort of the the ecosystem and APIs, I, I felt that there was a, there was a lot of room for improvement, um, specifically with with Keel when I first took it over before we named it for Canada, but also in the industry in general. I felt like there was a little bit of a hesitation to take advantage of some of the
1: innovation. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I don't think anyone out there is going. What they all know that we we all know that this has been an industry that has taken its time. Has you know has done well in spite of maybe a slow to move on the tech side but is now i think really starting to embrace the evolution and embrace the change that's that's been coming and is now sort of you know whether it was depending on where you lived and and what it maybe was accelerated by the pandemic but people are now starting to see really understand see the value and 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 think I must be using technology to make my world better. And so that's, that's been really exciting obviously for all of Vertifor, Um, you know, you've got an interesting background as it relates to sort of different industries, different situations. Talk to me a little bit about sort of the, the way an agency looks at their corporate strategy and how that does or doesn't relate to how they look at their technology strategy.
0: Yeah, I think um, you know, one of the things that we're really seeing in the market today, and I, I guess a term that we're all going to start hearing a little bit more and more is, you know, are we future ready? And I think what's happening now is that traditionally you had corporate strategy driving the direction of an organization, how to grow, how to gain market share, and technology was there to sort of help to enable it sort of thing, but it was sort of in the, uh, in the shadows. And going forward, Really, what you're seeing now is you have corporate strategy and technology strategy becoming essentially indistinguishable. They're inseparable. They're essentially one and the same. Um, So uh, at least in my opinion, what's happening now is that irrespective of what industry you're in, what business you're in, every business is a technology business, right? So that Mm -hmm. becomes sort of the foundational concept from which, you know, to, to make a lot of the business decisions that
1: we make and and you're seeing that in Canada I mean I'm 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 over here like totally nodding my head and going yes yes I agree but in that obviously from your from your vantage point up north where you're wearing more jackets and parkas and scarves and hats than I do down here in Florida um there's there's this th- the same exact sense right it's it's this almost like duh like like right i mean it's it's yeah. become sort of this and our industry is slow to move. Like, so I, I don't want to say that we're already there, but I think everyone's thinking it. Yeah. I think what they're not doing yet is implementing it and, and making, making that corporate strategy, making tech strategy be absolutely emblazoned in their tech, in their corporate strategy. You, you kind of feel the same way? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the
0: things that I've seen evolve, even just in the last year and a half is uh, when I first started speaking with brokers, uh, a lot of the questions were, why? Why do we need to go digital? Why do we need to go cloud? You know, fast forward a year and a half later, and now the discussion is about how do we get there? When do we get there, right? So without question, it's advanced from that perspective. We've seen, um, I've seen it simply just in the, you know, the enrollment and the adoption of, of our personal solutions, our digital solutions, our cloud solutions, but we're seeing this across the market. So. Uh, and I think you touched on something earlier, which was, uh, you know, what we've been through over the last year sort of accelerated it. It took these concepts that were already around for many, many years, and it evolved them and it, it matured them, right? So now, all of a sudden, when you're talking uh, uh, digital or you're talking cloud or you're talking ecosystem or you're talking, you know, um, you know analytics, Uh, In the past, we looked at the stakeholders and we thought, okay, we're looking at our customers, right? And that's obviously the right person to look at. (laughs) Those are the most important stakeholders. But all of a sudden, employees become a much more prominent stakeholder sort of in your your technology strategy. And partners become more and more important because now it's, you know, we can't be everything to everyone. But if we have a strong collection of partners working together, we can architect solutions that really drive value for our customers and we can be an important piece of that solution for them. So that's really what I've seen change, right? A lot of, you know, a lot of organizations are now trying to be part of part of an ecosystem, part of a solution rather than trying to be everything to everyone.
1: And I think, I think if, if you look at this in terms of sort of, again, that to kind of bring, you know, the border between me and you right now is that we live in different countries and we have different regulations, but at the end of the day, business is business customers are customers and risk is risk. And when you look at it in terms of kind of the Vertifor, the, the parent, you know, the, the global Vertifor and then your Vertifor Canada, um, and, and you mentioned partners. So talk to me kind of about the, the transformation since, since you came into the fold, became and Keel became part of Vertifor and now has, been, has become Vertifor Canada. Talk to me a little bit how you, you know how, how you've seen the partnerships grow and things like that. Give me, give me kind of the two-minute version of that.
0: You brought up a very good point. Um, you know, One of the first things I was looking at was what's the difference between the U.S. market and the Canadian market? You call them agencies. We call them brokerages. Definitely, we have different regulations by, you know, depending on which province, and we have the language component. And there are certain elements of personalization. But the reality is that the majority of the mechanics and the majority of, of how value is driven is, is in, my, in my humble opinion, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this posed a, an opportunity for Vertifor Canada. We have uh, the industry leader in the US as our parent company that's producing this phenomenal software that's being adopted and, and leading the way in the US. And so, we have this unique opportunity to be able to bring that product into Canada um, and we're committed to having our Canadian center of excellence with our own development team, with our own product leadership, with our own services, support, sales capability, so so that we can take it and really, we want to make sure we understand the Canadian market, we, under, we want to understand how to personalize it, but, we, but it would be a missed opportunity if we didn't leverage all the amazing product and, and the speed of development and the speed of innovation that's happening in the U.S., so you know, we've been calling that sort of the best of both worlds—the ability yeah, sure. to take advantage of these great products, but really localize them and personalize them um, in Canada.
1: And and if you look at like, so if I'm sitting here and I'm thinking this while you're talking, Demetrios. If I'm if I'm listening to this podcast, um, and I live in Canada and I'm and I'm a Vertifor Canada Canada customer, and I haven't heard you speak before, Demetrios. I have a lot of uh, like excitement around the fact that it sounds like you know what you're talking about and you're heading Vertifor Canada specifically in a really, really good direction. If I'm in Canada, I'm not. And I'm thinking, you know, of my, the old Buick that used to be Kiel, Um, You should be like, this is some good stuff. We have, we, you've, you have flipped it on its head up there right now with, with where, the the marketplace should be thinking and listening and they should be paying attention to what you're doing. So congratulations and all the great stuff you're doing up there. Um uh I think just real quick on like partners and things like that. You've got, I know down here one of our orange partners, epay policy. Uh, for, for electronic payments. Talk to me about what, what partners specifically, you know, I don't want it to be an advertisement, but it is good to, so people understand kind of the the breadth at which they're able to communicate with or have their systems communicating with each other.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned ePay. So uh, that's a, that's an excellent example of the best of both worlds where we have a partnership um, with Vertifor in the U S and we were able to leverage that and bring that to Canada. Um, and the, that's actually integrated with the Interlink product. And that's another example of a product that came from the U.S. to Canada. We personalized it for the Canadian market. And then when we, when we looked at it, we said, okay, we want to bring ePay. Uh, they're an excellent partner in the U.S. We we'll want, want to bring them to Canada. But we also had a leader in Accord Pay. And we, we've also integrated with their solution. And then we've also made a, a partnership with First Funding, something we rolled out probably uh, maybe three months ago, and we have 10 customers already signed up and a, and, a, and a large funnel behind it. So the idea is to build an ecosystem. And in this, in this case, it was really around sort of frictionless payments, right? And, and seamless use cases and workflows, recognizing that that the customer experience doesn't start and end where our product starts and ends. It starts and ends in the life cycle from sort of quote to cash, right? Or quote right. To, So uh, we've we've nestled in there and we're really trying to find the right partners that help make that a completely paperless, simple, efficient process.
1: So and that, and that's, again, another point, I'm hoping people are jotting down notes and they're they're thinking, OK, I need to have a conversation with Demetrios or one of his people. Uh, if you're in in the States and you're thinking, wow, this is great to hear that Vertifor is got an even bigger footprint than I thought. This is all really, really good stuff. And what I think is great when we get to this kind of point in the conversation, um, and sometimes it sort of gets there naturally, which I think it has here, which is um, you really know what you're talking about. Like you've got this great business perspective, which is so great for our industry because we have so many of our, our agencies, our brokerages that have been stuck in the old thinking in I need to sell, sell, sell. Nothing wrong with selling. But getting them to start, you know, even the words you use, corporate strategy and tech strategy, just getting them to have a strategy is, is still something that some of our agencies are working at. So I'm loving the fact that that Demetrios, you've got this great kind of business mind and came from out of industry. So you know different ways it's been done. But I would just ask you this: Take a look for me, and this, and this is kind of probably for the whole industry. I don't know that this is Asian or uh, Canada specific or America specific, but look into your crystal ball for me and tell me what it looks like. The look forward is what is what should agencies be thinking and doing as they start to hopefully please everyone, planning, building a strategy, and going forward.
0: Yeah, I think it all begins with technology. Technology is key, right? If, if, you, just, if you look at what, how we looked at technology just 10 years ago versus now, you know, in the past it was looked as a cost center. Now it's a revenue gener- generator. It was seen sort of as um, holding back or, or not allowing us to evolve and change. Well, now it's, 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 it accelerates our change. It was a necessary evil. You know, now it sort of allows you to achieve the art of the possible. So what I see sort of going forward is really leveraging technology and and I would categorize it in in four key areas. So one, it's essential that we, we become digital first, right? And and becoming digital first is really looking at the entire omni-channel. It's, you know, customers are now looking for experiences that it's not just about the online experience, right? They want a highly personalized experience in person, on the phone or online. So there has to be this this, um, this consistency and this quality irrespective of the channel that a consumer is trying to work with a broker. And the reality is they're gonna to want to potentially use two or three of those channels, right?
1: So the experience
0: right. really has to be sort of integrated. And, and they uh, wanna
1: use it when they wanna use it, how they wanna use it.
0: It's exactly right. And that's yes. where integrated systems sitting on a cloud core so essential right so the first piece was becoming digital first the second piece is really becoming cloud at the core especially in a world where you know where we want to transact from anywhere we want to transact the way we want anytime we want but also now we need to work from anywhere or we we need to work from everywhere yeah so you know cloud at the core allows you to achieve the sort of the employee aspect, the the new workplace perspective, and it allows you at the same time to deliver the value that you're trying to deliver in terms of a digital strategy to your your customers. The third piece, uh, we've touched on it uh, quite a bit, but it's around investing in the right partnerships, looking for software vendors that are committed to to being API first, Um, looking at the integrations that they've put into place. And I know we touched on a few that we're very proud of at VertiFor Canada. um, That is absolutely essential.
1: Uh, and- hey, hold on let me let me let me let me uh, challenge that one I mean and not in a way that I totally agree, but I want you to dig one layer deeper for me on it because when you say investing in the right partnerships, why why do you why is that important? If I'm out there in an agency and I've got what what I've been sold to as an all-in-one solution, why am I, why am I why does it matter to me that I have these partners and these these other partnerships? Talk to me about that.
0: There's a couple of ways to look at that. So one of the things is to look at uh, as a as a brokerage, um, I'm going to pick a CRM solution, right? And I and I might choose any one of several options out there. So by being API first, um, our focus is to build, for example, uh, and actually this is something that's already in flight, is a is a CRM API that's well documented. That's um, that's straightforward to use, that will allow a broker to integrate with whichever CRM um, they might have chosen, right, obviously working within the parameters of the API. On on the other hand, if we have a very strong partnership, we have a very strong partner, for example, uh, with Pathway, and they do a lot of sort of um, marketing and, and CRM related activities as well. And in some cases, there's a little bit of overlap with our products, uh, but they're also very different and they, they, they drive value in a different way. But we did that because we wanted to make sure that we provided our customers with, um, with options to mm-hmm. pick the best sort of piecing together the best solution for them. So in some cases, we have a very strong relationship uh, and strong integration. And in other cases, we're also recognizing that we don't wanna just have customized integrations um, which we do which we limit to sort of our, our orange program type partners but we also want to be able to have apis yep, that allow yep. brokers to to pick vendors that may to not do be what the they way.
1: want to do to be yeah. flexible to be open to be the way they work the rest of their lives I totally get it I, all right so that was number three yeah. you have more
0: as our ecosystems are more complex we have more solutions uh, more systems more data points um, it, it's really they can be very. Desperate in terms of of trying to make sense of it. And so we know the race is on for intelligence. And the enemy of intelligence is this fragmented data. Mm -hmm. So we have to find a way to take all these pieces of data and we know that the data and cleanse that data and consolidate it across systems, across vendors, in such a way that we can truly translate that into sort of strategic insights and customer insights and operational insights that cut across the entire organization. And again, are not just limited to to a specific application or vendor. And, and that's something that's very important to me. And one of our objectives is to make our data more easily consumable, more easily available to our customers so that they can take it. And then the customers can make sense of it, combining it with their other data points. And, and they need to invest in that thought leadership, but we need to invest in making it easier for them Um, to consume that data and combine that data so that they can have a competitive advantage.
1: Demetrius I think your your Twitter handle should be Demetrix. I think that should just you should just <laughs> go change it I think that's I love it. I think it's awesome. Uh, okay, so just a real quick recap for everybody the, the four kind of bullets on your look forward number one digital first, number two cl- cloud at the core. number three investing in the right partnerships and number four analytics and bi. If you aren't right for sure write those down. if you are not feeling like you can kind of put a check next to every one of those four, These are the areas where agencies should be focused. This is that, you know, I keep going back to what you said before, Demetrios, about strategy, but having a strategy is the first part. And it's hard sometimes, you know, a strategy isn't sell more, a strategy isn't hire more. It's a full blown plan that you're able to not only manage and, but then measure and using these, even these, just, this is a, this is your roadmap to starting building a strategy? Are we digital first? What are we doing to create a situation where our our brokerage, our agency is cloud at the core? Because that's the future. Are we currently investing in the right partnerships as it relates to and this could go farther than just your technology? Are you are you in the right relationships and partnerships with your carriers, with your other vendors? And then finally, this industry is chock full of data. What are we doing? What are the analytics? What's the BI on any of that look like? So Demetrius, you kind of put a you kind of put a roadmap in place for these people. I love this. Um, so so coming from out of industry, being from a different country, and you just come onto the show and just knock it out of the park. I'm 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 so glad you did. We did this. This is awesome. So, Dimitrios, for all of our people out there, best way to get a hold of you? Should they connect with you on LinkedIn? Should they come get you on? Like, how how do people how do people get more connected with you? Yeah. So, um,
0: absolutely, LinkedIn is a great way to to connect with me personally. And also, you can visit the Vertifor Canada website and all of our contact information and the leadership team is there. So, anybody who's interested in in having a conversation, please don't hesitate. Uh, just reach out
1: and. Uh, and I'm more than happy to, to chat. And as, I, as you can tell from listening in, he obviously knows what he's talking about. So all of my Canadian friends, reach out to Demetrix, have a mm. conversation, see how you can make your agency a lot more uh, ready for the future than maybe you are today. Demetrios, thank you so much for being on, man. This has been awesome. We'll do it again sometime. And I will obviously internally see you at a call coming up soon. But thanks for doing this.
0: Sounds good. Thanks very much, Rick.
1: Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to follow us or connect with us on LinkedIn. That's myself, Rick Fox, Vertifor, and Dylan Braun. Anybody else from the program? We, we put out good content there. Go and make sure that you are subscribed wherever you get your, your podcasts. Go to vertifor.com. Also, go to the resources tab click on podcasts and subscribe there as well. Bonus content and other cool stuff. Our guest today, Demetrios Argitis from Canada. Awesome episode. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we will see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, and if you enjoyed this episode, share it on social and spread the word. Don't forget to join
1: in on the conversation and recommend future guests by messaging us at Vertifor.